Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. God, our creator, the resurrection of your son offers life to all the peoples of earth. By your Holy Spirit, kindle us in the fire of your love, empowering our lives for service and our tongues for praise. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for a children's message. So today is Pentecost, a holiday celebrated on the 50th, 50th day of Easter. It commemorates the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and other followers of Jesus while they were in Jerusalem celebrating the Feast of Weeks as described in the Acts of the Apostles. But what is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit gets a bad rap sometimes. It's mistaken for the force in Star Wars. It's confused with a ghost in a paranormal activity. Oftentimes, it's just ignored or forgotten. And this makes sense, since it is an invisible spirit. It can be hard to relate to it and its works in our lives. You may know, you may know it by name and know that it is mentioned during baptisms, but have no idea what it is or how it works in your life or whether or not you should even care. But instead of overlooking the Holy Spirit, let us embrace the attributes of the Holy Spirit and who it is as a part of the Trinity and learn to better walk with it. Today, I wanna to teach everybody the Hebrew word ruah, and I'm really hoping I'm saying that right. Ruach. Uh, see, I knew somebody would know it though, that's good. There's some <laughs> guttural at the end of it. So if everybody can take a moment to practice that, it's, I'm gonna do it one more time. Ruach, ruach. This, it is the wind that God blows through the trees and around the buildings, the breath of God from which comes our in and out breath and spirit. The way that God comes into each baptized baby and the power that lives in our hearts as Christians. This is the Holy Spirit. And this week is a great opportunity to think on that word, ruach. How has the Spirit been in your heart or affected your life? Take time to listen for that wind. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for the breath, for the wind, for the nudge, that is you and the Holy Spirit. Let us acknowledge it in our lives and let us hear it and feel it. Amen.
Jesus prays that the life of his followers will be characterized by an intimate unity of identity with God. To be so identified with God means also to share in God's mission, to proclaim the word that will bring others into the same unity. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and, in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, o you may be seated. Much of today's text is actually overlapping, if not repeating, some of the verses from last week's text. And we talked about how there was this uh, I am in, in he, and he is in me, and we are in you, um, and this really, this intimacy that can, can only be described in a dynamic relationship. Well, Philip wants to get practical. Show, show us the Father, we'll be good. And it, it's understandable because this, this mystical language, uh, this philosophical language, this poetic language that John uses a lot of the time, it's, it's, hard to get, it's hard to get a handle on. And here Jesus has been, been leading and teaching, and he's heading to Jerusalem, and he's heading to the cross, and the, the apostles are having a hard time understanding it. So show us the Father. So Jesus repeats a lot of what he has been teaching, but then he does something really helpful. He said, if you don't believe because of this, believe because of the works. If you can't, if it's not connecting with you because of what you don't see, follow what you do see. Where do you see transformation in my name? Where do you see love, healing relationships, and healing people? Where do you see honoring God and honoring your neighbor? 
building up community, tending to those who are vulnerable, giving to those who are in need. That's where I am. You know, I've been teaching you this stuff, Jesus says, and that's where I'm going to abide. So, so see the works. See the works and see some of the works, the healing and the, those things that we call miracle. Had a great conversation with a, a colleague of mine about what constitutes a miracle, which I won't repeat now. It's a conversation for another day. But those miracles that Jesus was performing, and then he says, you even do greater than these. And greater can have a lot of connotations. But I choose to look at it as greater in the sense of how many people can be reached. I mean, Jesus' ministry was initially around in a very narrow area, got spread out a little bit in Judea. People gave him a hard time when he went to Samaria. You remember this, right? Go to them. And that was the area that people... That, that Jesus was able to reach in that personal, intimate, one-on-one -on -one way. But then we come to Pentecost, and we get the story about how all of the Jews come from all of these different countries. Good job, Dolores, on uh, naming them. These Jews from all these different places who speak different languages. So it's an image of, okay, now I'm going, and you're going to do greater works. And this is paired with this reading from Acts about all those who are coming from other places. And we know the spirit is going to be poured out. Well, if you share my teachings with them, then they can share the teachings in their communities. And then they can share the teachings in their communities. Uh, I don't know anybody who was around in the 70s. And there was a shampoo con commercial where, uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, I don't even remember what, what the shampoo was, but, but uh, the the Advertiser says, you know, I, the shampoo is wonderful. And then I told two friends, and they told two friends, and they told two friends. And you see the uh, screen filling up with these doubling. Thank you for laughing, Lisa. But there is. There's that opportunity that we have of connecting with people, because we all get to connect with some number of people. And those may be people that we know personally. That may be people that we know uh, in our families. It may be people that we meet online. I, I try very hard to uh, remember to honor those relationships. There are, there are people whose primary relationships are online. Those are connections. There are people who connect in writing. Think about how many people Paul, Paul connected with in writing, in, including, in some cases, places he hadn't been. So there's, there's this opportunity for it to grow. And that goes very well with this image of fire and the tongues of fire, right? Fire is, is unique in that when you separate it, it becomes more, right? If you, if you take, take one candle and, and light two candles, I don't have to demo it, right? You can do it when you... When you um, have your prayer, light your prayer candle. But it makes more fire. And then when that's separated, it makes more fire. It spreads out. It's not diminished by the sharing. It's only expanded by the sharing. The only way the fire gets diminished is if the fuel burns out. The fuel. 
the fuel with which God feeds us, the fuel that we are. So we have this opportunity to do greater and bigger. I brought a painting today, some of you may have noticed. I'm sharing it because it's going to illustrate my point. I did not paint it. Um, let's all be glad of that because we don't want to see anything that I paint. Can you see it? So when I saw this painting, well, let me back up a little bit. In seminary, we are required to do at least some cross-cultural education which means we have to go and live somewhere that we are a minority. And in profoundly different community. So I ended up in South Central LA, where uh, everybody was Spanish speaking. And uh, a lot of migrants, but also a lot of native-born Americans who were, whose primary language was Spanish. And I took a little bit of Spanish in college, and I took a little bit of Spanish you know, in between different events, and I took a little bit of Spanish uh, when, I was, when I was heading to this program, kind of going, you know, in the US, Spanish is going to come in handy, right? Okay, I'm in Alaska. But a little bit of Spanish. Not, not enough, nearly, to be immersed in this environment. And not only was I immersed where the language was Spanish, but where people's lives and challenges were profoundly different from mine. That trying to figure out whether or not we could fit another family in the other bedroom here, or trying to make sure that we had the wrench to get the toilet to run in the morning, or Understanding that if I was sleeping in a bed, it's because somebody was giving it up for me. That I was in, in, in that experience and went out to lunch with, with a group. We were having, a, I don't remember what the lesson was on that day, but we went to this, this place that was developed by the community that somebody had wanted to develop condos. And a number of organizations in the community got together, bought it, and turned it into a community. Uh, people could set up restaurants with low overhead. They, they uh, had events, teaching events. There were people helping with parenting classes. And an artist could show their, show their works, all in this co-op, cost, either cost-free or low-cost setting. But it was all in Spanish. So I was there having lunch, it was great. And I was looking, I just happened to be sitting where I was looking at this painting, and it really struck me. So I was watching it, and then I went over to look more closely, and I read the little plaque, but it was in Spanish, so I didn't understand what it said. And the one thing that I found that I saw that I could understand was Bosnia Herzegovina. It was, it was at a time when, when the people were just starting to recover. And we were learning a lot about what had gone on there. So my mind combined the Spanish, the painting, the Bosnia, Herzegovina, with, and, and this immersive religious experience with the painting. And what I saw was this angel 
or, or you know, even godly representation, reaching out to a community that was destroying itself or destroying each other and consequently itself. And then having this fire that is both the spirit of transformation, but also the fire pushing back against the spirit. So I had this whole story in my head. Loved the painting, finally contacted this. So I asked somebody, somebody who could help translate for me, can you help me contact the, the artist? I'd like to buy the painting. And you know, I'm getting ready to go back, back home before too long. Help me find the painting. Uh, I met the, the woman. And uh, she said, you know what? They just haven't changed the plaques yet. So it had nothing to do with Bosnia-Herzegovina. Um, the, the woman was a dancer and uh, was, was dealing with the transformation of getting over a breakup and a separation in, in uh, her family. And so I, I understood some of the shape and, and what was, where it was going. So I told her what I thought, and she, she laughed, and, and we both laughed. But what it reminded me of is how when all these different Jews come from different places, and the spirit descends upon the apostles and all those who are Galileans, they're all Galileans, not a diverse crowd, can speak in the language that is understood by all the people. Something bigger happens than when the, when the apostles are, are homogenous or when we're staying within our own community. Something bigger happens, and it happens because of the spirit. It's not like all, the apostles all of a sudden know how to speak all these languages. The spirit is giving them the ability to speak. The spirit came through this Spanish program, this, this thinking and praying a lot about Bosnia-Herzegovina in, in my life, this uh, image of transformation in the community, which had to do with this community center that was created by people who said, we don't want condos. We want something that's going to help our community. All of that came together to speak in a language that I was ready to hear. And that's not a language that was created by somebody deciding it. It's a language that the spirit made happen. That's the greater than these that we're called to share because we don't know what the spirit is going to do with what we offer. We, we have gifts. We can make an offering. We don't know. What is the spirit going to translate that into? What is the need of the person that we encounter with the, whose, whose need we not, may not be able to understand or whose language we may not speak? or who needed our peace to complement a gift that somebody else gave. That, that flame is a flame not of destruction, but, but of spreading out of power, of wildfire not in the toxic scent. I almost hesitate to use wildfire right now because I know that there are some places that are already burning. But you understand the imagery. When we say 
okay, put it in practical terms, Jesus, which is what, again, what Philip was saying. Let's, let's make this clear. That's the clarity we get. Look at the works. What is being done in my name? What is happening in your life in my name? How have you been changed by what's been done in my name? Amanda already gave you an assignment for this week, but I'm going to give you another one. I'm going to ask everybody, be changed this week. I'm going to, I might ask you next week, how are you changed? In whatever way the Spirit determines in your life, just be changed this week. That's, that's the grace that we're offered here. Let us confess together. We believe, we believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Free from captivity to sin and death, we pray to the God of resurrection for the church, people in need, and all of creation. Holy living one, holy moving one, first open our locked doors and by your spirit drive us out into the world proclaiming your mighty deeds. Direct our words and actions, trusting the advocate abiding in and among us. God, in your mercy. Feed and care for creatures that remain hidden to us, yet contribute to the vibrancy of your creation. Train us to interact with creation from a place of wonder, awe, and reverence. God, in your mercy. Send your spirit to places where language is a barrier to justice and mercy for those who seek it. Bless the work of translators, interpreters, and teachers. Promote understanding for the sake of those longing for true freedom and peace. God, in your mercy. Comfort all who live in constant fear and any who are suffering, especially those reeling from recent mass shootings. Remind them that your spirit has made them your children and that they are never far from your glory. God, in your mercy. 
Gather your people across regions, nations, and lands. Root our common life in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ. And by your Spirit, bind us together with all the saints who have gone before us. God, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. In your mercy, O God, respond to these prayers and renew us by your life-giving Spirit through Jesus Christ, our Savior. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Living God, you gather the wolf and the lamb to feed together in your peaceable reign, and you welcome us all at your table. Reach out to us through this meal and show us your wounded and risen body that we may be nourished and believe in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught. Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. God, the author of life, Christ, the living cornerstone, and the life-giving spirit of adoption, bless you now and forever. Amen.
Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Go in peace. Tell what God has done. Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.